0: Welcome back to the mama bird podcast
1: where we talk about everything mama hood mama good and mama bad I'm Emily and I'm Danica
0: and today we are talking about working moms we have a really exciting co-host with us today her name is Evelyn Barkey and I'm gonna let her introduce herself
2: Hey, my name is Evelyn Barkey. I'm a multi-passionate entrepreneur and a mom of a three-year-old boy named Joe.
1: Oh! Welcome!
2: Welcome!
1: So amazing. So excited to have you. Um, So before we like jump in to the topic of working moms, I want to kind of put out a disclaimer out there. So it doesn't matter if you're a working mom or if you're a stay-at-home mom, you always have to do what's best for you and your kid, and there's never any judgment. So we are talking about working moms today, but uh, stay-at-home moms are also putting in a lot of work. So
0: That's right. So before we get started on our experiences as working moms, we put it out there to the world, and we asked, what are some preconceptions or preconceived notions that people have about working moms and we got some really interesting feedback so i'm going to read them and then let's just talk so one person said that they can in quotation do it all this person said that's not true when i'm working i eat out more my house is a mess etc oh
1: my god yes <laughs> they just spoke my truth yeah, yeah. Oh my gosh. That's honestly okay, I need to rant about this for a second. Sorry. Uh like the whole house is a mess part. Mm. Like I ugh, I literally feel like I need to follow my daughter around with a vacuum. <laughs> like I honestly okay, like oh, I can't show this through the podcast, but I hid I have this white chair in front of my piano. And I hid it from the screen uh, because it's doodled on. It's, it's white, but she took a crayon and mm-hmm. colored it red. And I haven't gotten around, like it's washable. Like it's all good. Mm-hmm. It's just that it's one of those things where I didn't realize that she did that. And then all of a sudden I realized it. I didn't have time to clean it. So it's been sitting like that for, I mean, about a day. Uh, and,
0: and white,
1: Yes, it's literally, yeah. I'm not gonna go and show you guys because uh, we're recording a podcast and people can't see it. But uh, I will take a picture and <laughs> post it on Instagram for everyone to see you later.
0: Evelyn, what's what's your take on that? You you can do it all, don't you know?
2: <laughs> yeah, my home life is definitely a chaotic, um, basically disaster <laughs> most of the time. Um, I. Rarely cook meals or eat properly. I literally have like considered hiring someone to meal prep for me so that I can eat properly, um, and work. And I mean, yeah, definitely we can't do it all. We just do different things. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I uh,
0: I often like am criticizing myself because, you know, my husband works. I work all day. Audrey comes home. Like, we have craft dinner probably once a week. And I'm like, she needs to have carrots. She needs to have veggies. But I'm like, who wants to make vegetables?
2: I know. Yeah. My son is such a snob, too. He, like, wants all of the good food. Yeah. He's like, I don't. I'm like, do you want to just go here for dinner tonight? And he's like, no. I want, like, corn on the cob, uh, cooked on the barbecue with a side of, like, strawberries and can you also like put little peanut butter on top of them and can you make like he just has like all of these requests that are not the go-to easy um yeah, yeah the easy foods to make
1: oh I was just gonna like say oh, pretty much exactly that but my daughter's she's really picky with what she wants she's normally asking me for like ice cream and then I feel like a horrible mother because why why does she only want ice cream <laughs>
0: Yeah. But did did you have time during the day to make her a meal?
1: I, the times that I try, she won't eat it. So then I feel like what's the point. And and then I have to try to meal plan a picky eater. And it's so that's honestly, it's so hard.
0: Yeah. I, I just, I think there is a notion that I think it moms in general have that notion, whether you're working or whether you're staying at home that we can simply do it all. And honestly, it's it's funny because when my husband says, Oh, you're super mom, I'm like, I don't wanna be super mom today. Like, I, I don't want to mom. I am tired from my day at work. And why like we are, I think, put on a pedestal as um, as mothers.
1: A hundred percent. I was honestly just gonna on that note say. Well, how is it for dads? You know, how are dads, you know, expected to be out in the workplace and at home? Mm. You know, they're not expected to do it all. They're just expected to go to work and make money. and then when they get home, they I don't know, chill
2: yeah, relax. <laughs> My husband, I have to say, in case he listens to this, is like the total <laughs> opposite. Like he does everything. He does all of our laundry, all of our cleaning, most of the cooking, like he is a saint. <laughs> Um, I know, even that's not anomaly. the modern, but like, it's, yeah, he is. I know people tell me that all the time. They're like, you don't even know how, like, how did you get that? And I'm like, I don't know. Like, I just, I guess I just didn't do it. So he did, it, or maybe I should thank his mom. I don't know. But <laughs> yeah. yeah, like there's yeah. obviously some, I mean, there's so many different situations where there's like families who are, um, like same sex mothers and fathers. And yeah, so the dynamic is like ever changing, but. And, and yeah. that's the thing too. And I, and I will say, um, Alex he, he often
0: does listen to these podcasts and he's like gosh I'm mean, you make me you make me look like a dad who does nothing <laughs> oh. he, he does do a lot he does do a lot I'm For just the record, kidding. yeah like there is a generalized notion I just feel that once you become a mother you should be able to do it all and then there's the
2: guilt too when yes. like that's my thing too if I don't make him a meal or you know everybody feels i'm sure it goes both ways that working moms would feel um insecure about the things that um stay-at-home moms do and vice versa Mm -hmm. stay-at-home moms and that's probably why yeah yeah
1: yeah i feel like the the difference is the expectation that people have on mothers versus fathers like you could have an amazing partner um so back when i was with my ex uh he was great as well where he did a lot of the laundry the cooking the cleaning like we were very very 50 50 in the household but it's the praise that people get Do you know how much praise that like, he goes out to do groceries with our daughter and he gets praised for doing that whereas a mother going out to with her child is not
2: true
1: and it's i think that's interesting the
2: yeah and and whenever I see a daddy with his like kid in the store I'm like that's so sweet I'm like part of the problem (laughs) (laughs) you know it's good that we're talking about it yeah Yeah,
0: yeah. it's good and like Evelyn it's really good to give a shout out to your husband because there's also single dads Mm -hmm. that have to do both and it's always said you know the dad is the mom and the dad And I think it's interesting because, yes, I understand he's the mom and the dad. But once again, the mom is placed in that role, regardless if she's there or not.
2: Mm -hmm. And a lot of the times the kid prefers the mom, which is so interesting. Like, I'll be like, Josh, you do bedtime tonight. And he's like, I want mommy to tuck me in. And I'm like, oh, (laughs) and then like, do we do it or do we not? Like, I don't know. That always happens to me. Yeah,
1: my daughter is such a daddy's girl, though. I have to say she is. She is. She, <laughs> she loves her daddy so yeah, it's yeah just, he's definitely a great uh, single father as well so she's and there you go right like
0: it's 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 good for us to talk openly about all of the sides and the whole spectrum so the next one was that someone or the, a preconceived notion is that working working moms miss everything mm. but she mm-hmm. says that she works 100 hours a week and she's only missed a few bedtimes with the like, hands up.
1: Amazing. That's so amazing. I actually saw, so I was doing a little bit of research before uh, hopping on here. And there was one, uh, there was an ad for, I guess, a working online job or something. And their hook was, do you feel guilty about never seeing your child I was floored
0: so yeah. Wow there's that pedestal. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: That's yeah. not appropriate. No. <laughs> um. Yeah so I like if if you want my opinion yeah, I personally <laughs> um, like whenever I do have my I have my one day a week like during the week that I don't that I purposefully took don't have my son in daycare so that i can spend the day with him and i prioritize every thursday is like my 100 on mom day where i hang out with joe and we do fun things together and i like work work doesn't exist for that day and so that feels better to me i mean obviously i see him for bedtime and like in the morning taking him to daycare and stuff but it's not like quality time and then on weekends generally obviously being a photographer there it fluctuates what I can do on a weekend but that's like my Joe day and then that fills up my cup and his cup and obviously he can fill up his cup with other people at daycare and his dad and stuff as well um but I personally feel like I love that and then yeah. and then the little bits throughout the evening and the mornings as well but mm-hmm. yeah like that's been really great for me to prioritize that and so it's- I don't feel like I miss out on everything yeah, yeah. I think it's just about organizing your time
1: and prioritizing things.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And kids do really well when they have, a, like, you're not their only influence in their life. I mean, of course, if that's how you choose to parent, especially in the times that we're in right now, um, then that's fine. But I personally think that he he gets what he needs from several different people, whether that be me or his grandma or his Nana or his dad or his daycare.
1: Mm-hmm. I totally agree with that. It's the same thing with Lydia. She gets, especially that I'm split 50-50 with uh, me and my ex. Mm-hmm. I, I had to learn how to let her go out into the world without me being there all the time. Mm-hmm. And like right in the beginning, that was really hard because the most amount of time that I had ever spent away from her was three days at the yeah. moment. Like that was the max that I had ever done since she was born. And then I had to go and spend a whole week away from her. And, but then I, it's exactly how you said, you know, it's like they get connections with other people and those are just as important as the connections with you, right?
2: Exactly.
0: I was talking to my husband about this last week because it was, we just passed Mother's Day and um, I ordered my daycare provider flowers. And I said to Alex, I'm doing this because like Audrey's with her five days a week, like eight hours, sometimes nine hours. And she is like a mom to her, mm-hmm. and I I cannot imagine not having her for Audrey. Like she is a godsend, Erin. If you're listening, I love you. <laughs> um, I love her. Like I think I'm gonna start crying thinking about oh it because goodness. for your for your child to have someone to go to that you completely trust and that you love and you know they're being loved just as much as you love them. It's just like it means everything to me and it, it, it takes that guilt from not having that time mm-hmm. and it makes it a little less of, of a feeling of guilt if that makes sense yeah yeah you
1: know that they're going somewhere that they enjoy and they're yeah. having fun and they're learning and they're you know making friends and connecting yeah. with people it's yeah I wasn't so lucky um now I am <laughs> but it took a little while uh Unfortunately, I had to kind of hop around a little bit with daycares because, especially with COVID, so I had a daycare, and then COVID happened, and that person was trying to squeeze everyone for money, even though it was COVID, and she wasn't even supposed to be open, but she basically said, well, if you don't continue to pay me, even though your child isn't coming, then I'm going to have to, like, find someone else, Mm
2: -hmm. which
1: I, I just yeah, I was like, that's unacceptable. Like these are like, I understand that you have a business to run, but also like this isn't safe. And especially in the beginning of COVID, it was, we had no idea how severe this was going to be. And everyone was pretty freaked out in the beginning, um, with reason. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so of course I pulled Lydia out and I just, I, I thought it said a lot about her and I just really didn't like that i didn't like her as a person for that you know yeah and uh yeah now it's my cousin who is uh my care provider so i'm very happy about that
2: (laughs) all of that stuff works out the way it's meant to right we had the exact same situation happen with our daycare provider they closed down because of the pandemic and then um they just didn't open back up but they left us stringing along for like six months and then we were expecting to come back and we couldn't and then we ended up moving our son to a new daycare very last minute trying to find something and then it's been like such a blessing in disguise because he couldn't be happier and is thriving at the new place whereas now i'm seeing in perspective that he maybe wasn't at the other place before so yeah it all works out but it's definitely a roller coaster yes
0: Yeah. Oh, my yeah. gosh. So there is one more notion that I do want to talk about. And then we can kind of just dive into our true and honest experiences as working moms. Mm-hmm. But this one really hit me. It says um, a notion of that I love my kids less or don't love being a mom because I put them in daycare in order to have a career. Yes.
1: Oh, my God. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my gosh. I don't- <laughs> It's that guilt. Yep. I I love working and this is the first time in my life that I've prioritized my career. I never I don't want to say I never cared about my career before, but I spent eight years post secondary, like just in school, and I just that's all I wanted to do is I wanted to just learn and I didn't care too much about making money on my career.
0: Yeah.
1: And now it's the first time in my life that I'm a i am I need to provide for my child, especially as a single mother. And I need to prioritize my career now. And and I love it, like, I love working, I love what I do. Um, and sometimes I wonder if the perception of me because I love what I do, that it's like I'm less of a mother because of that.
2: Yeah. How do you feel about that, Evelyn? Oh, I agree for sure. I mean, I've always prioritized my careers. And I mean, when you're an entrepreneur or work for yourself, You can't just stop working then everything that you built prior to having a child is just like that momentum you can't get that back if you stop Mm -hmm. for one and it was never a question for me and for the first year of joe's life i would just kind of bring him along with me when i could and then my husband would take him when i couldn't because you can't really put a kid in daycare under a year old um but as i mentioned before i just i think that he gets what he needs from not just being with me and um i don't haven't put too much thought into that or other people's opinions i feel like that's definitely one of the things that i don't let get under my under the surface when it comes to that Um, but i do see it and i have like when i was traveling a lot before the pandemic and um missing out on a lot of joe's life in quotation missing out on a lot of joe's life because i was traveling so much and working so much i definitely think i had more guilt than i do now and i i was actually able to see a bit of the other side throughout having to be home with him, getting to be home with him more um, now that I'm not traveling. And so I think that there's like validity to both sides because now I realize maybe what I was missing out on by being away so much. And, and I don't think I would go back in the same capacity to the amount of work I was doing before. Yeah. Um, so like I have been able to see the other side of maybe the, those people's opinions that think that we are missing out on their lives or um, we don't care as much. So I don't know. I don't know if that's helpful with that question, but I like I'm always, always open to other people's perspectives, but I do not. I do not care about my son less because I'm choosing to work, 100%. not even a little bit. But I, I don't also don't think that I would be a very good mom, in all honesty, if I was home with him seven days a week. I I, I don't think I could do it. My mental health would not be OK. And I'm very like mentally strong right now, but that's because I have my job and my outlet and my space and my freedom in a sense to yeah, be able to kind of live out my passions aside from the identity of being a mom. Wow. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah
1: I completely agree with that. Totally. I um I feel like there's more to a person than just being one thing. Yeah. You know, and I need multiple things in my like being a mother is the most rewarding thing and I love it um but I need a lot of other things in my life as well and work is
2: one of them Sam yeah Joe is the most important thing to me and like I would nothing matters to me more than him but I still enjoy my career and having a little bit of yeah time to do that aside from being his mom Mm -hmm.
0: and you you both sharing your truths about that is What's so important here, and I relate to the feelings of um, not caring or missing those moments or opportunities because I, I don't know, Evelyn, if you worked during your maternity leave, and you didn't get
2: a maternity leave. You don't get one when you're yeah, exactly. You're self-employed, that doesn't exist. You exactly. don't work, you don't get money.
0: And in yeah. my in my case, I had I wasn't a photographer until, well. I only started my business in September, 2021, but I had decided that I was going to go back to work after eight months of maternity leave and the questions and the, the notions of well, well, why, why do you have to go back to work that early? And I'm like, uh, I need to work. Like I, I need to get my job back. Cause I've never had a permanent job. Mm-hmm. I've never been able to secure a permanent position because it's so hard in our society right now to do that. So I had to go back early to make sure that I could provide for my family. And some people took that as in, you're going to miss out on moments that you're never going to get back because you're choosing to go to work. Yeah. And you're ashamed. I'm and like, I'm ashamed. what do you expect me to do? Like, and, and I've always loved to work and shout out to my mom because she is a workhorse mm-hmm. and that's what, that's where I get, I think my passion to work and do things and really, really dedicate myself to them because she is just an absolutely phenomenal woman and she was able to do it. She went back to work six months, like most of our moms did. Six months postpartum, and she had twins.
2: Like, yeah. yeah, I was gonna say that earlier too that a lot of what we're doing is also an example to our children that will ultimately shape them into who they're going to be. And again, no, no problems with stay at home versus working. But like my son is absolutely 100% going to get a good work ethic because he sees it every day. And it's not, it doesn't necessarily mean that I'm compromising my relationship with him. Mm -hmm. And to your point, I went back to work. My first wedding was two weeks after Joe was born and went back in full capacity after three weeks. Mm -hmm. And like my husband would watch him on the weekends. I would pump a crazy amount of milk to be able to like (laughs) store it and make sure that was possible because i was also breastfeeding and like uh, we just made it work and i i actually very much loved that time because i personally found the first four months of parenting to be very very difficult and i think i might have had some postpartum depression that was undiagnosed um and so like that was like my that was my sanity honestly just getting out for a minute and like feeling like a person again showering not getting puked on for for a few hours of the day and um so for me like i think next time if we have another kid i don't think i will go back a month in but yeah like for me that was like i had weddings that were already booked and i wasn't going to lose those bookings and those clients and so yeah like maternity leave wasn't even a thing for me yeah
1: I, I was lucky at the time when I got pregnant, I was working full-time for a law firm. So uh, I was able to get maternity leave. Um, if and when in the future, <laughs> step one, find partner, step two, maybe a child. We'll see. <laughs> um, but I now like in the industry that I'm going in, I, I again, like will be in the same position that you're in where I won't get maternity leave. And I'll, yeah. uh, to start working quicker.
2: It's also very hard to plan your pregnancies around your schedules as a photographer working and booking years in advance. Like I just find that always so difficult. And then at some point we've been trying to have a baby for the last three years since we had our son and like trying in between wedding schedules and bookings. And at a certain point you're like, oh my goodness like how is this attainable or what what takes priority? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and building your family
0: It does take work too. like, I think anyone to say that, you know, it shouldn't be work to, um, you know, take care of your family or it is a little bit, I'm sorry, but like if I am working full time, plus a couple other things, it takes a lot of energy Yeah. overall to be able to do all of that. And I think you, you never know until you are a mom. I did not know.
2: Yeah, so many things go on in my mind constantly. Like, oh, do I want to be pregnant for summer? Oh, like, but also I shouldn't care because that's so great. I want another baby and I love that and it shouldn't be about me and my body. But also I have this job that I love and oh, I love that client. I don't want to cancel on them. And like, ah, yeah. it's just like messy, yes. messy. I can't imagine my life
1: pausing work right now. Like I'm so, I, I'm doing marketing. I'm getting into real estate. I can't imagine not, doing that even like throughout the pregnancy and and afterwards I just I can't even I can't imagine so I mean it's a good thing it's not on the table anytime soon (laughs) (laughs)
0: yeah it's uh I think this is a good segue into kind of discussing like what our true and real experience are experiences are as working moms so
2: Evelyn, do you want to start? Just Yeah, share. you have like a question to prompt me? Like, what do you, well, I think like that's such a complex question. It is.
0: <laughs> and I think, Danica, correct me if I'm wrong, but I just want to know, like, how are you organizing your time, your thoughts, and your energy to both be a mom and be a working woman?
2: Yeah, so it's definitely not organized. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like the most unorganized person I mean I am super organized in time like I'm super good at time management I'm like everything is I live off my google calendar literally like I live off of it yeah um and then there's always the hiccups but for the most part one, I'm my support system is like so great. My mom is like semi-retired, so she can hop in on a moment's notice and would in like a heartbeat to help me. So I have like a really good support system um, with my husband and my mom and other people, and so that is like really great. And then obviously childcare. Um, I also have a full-time employee, which helps a lot too. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, like I, it's just a constant. I also thrive on not having a routine like i just feel like my personality loves the randomness like i don't like routine i don't want to do the same day over and over again which is probably why i have four or five businesses now and like and uh so yeah i just kind of fly with whatever comes at me and then i don't know it just kind of works i guess sometimes better than others like some days are better than others for sure wow
1: I, i feel that for sure i feel like i try to have a schedule but at the end of the day, <laughs> it's, it just ends up whatever happens, happens. And uh, I, I do have odd hours as well. And I'll, I can be working all night if I need to, you know, where or if I'm with, like, often I'll be with Lydia on my phone because I'm trying to get something done or I'm reading an email or I'm replying to a text or I'm doing this or I'm doing that. She knows what it means. Like, oh, she'll come up to me and be like, oh, mama, you work? Yeah. Like this is she knows like this is just a part of uh life, right? But I also think that's a being a really good example and to show her, like, yeah, mama's working.
0: Yep. Yeah, true, true. Sorry guys, it's gonna I'm just upgrading right now because <laughs> I forgot to upgrade my Zoom account. So I want to not be able to cut us off. So I'm paying for extra one second. Oh,
1: yeah, we <laughs> talked about this.
2: I know seven minutes remaining.
0: I know. Ugh, don't worry, I'm almost there. <laughs> <No worries.
2: laughs> Multi. for zoom update this
0: is what we freaking do that
1: that's
0: what it is, is we multitask yep yeah. we multitask our lives and,
2: and sometimes ahead. sometimes we're really organized and do it before the zoom call and other times mm-hmm. it's right in the middle when you're <laughs> ready <laughs> about to get cut off exactly Well, it's like, even me, when I, when we were starting,
1: I, I'm like, oh, I forgot my paper or I'm still plugging in my computer. I'm still, you know, like it's, you're just a little, it's a little chaotic sometimes.
0: Okay. I think (laughs) it's almost there. This better not.
2: Uh, My host and now includes. uh,
0: We can talk forever now. Okay. Yay. Thank the heavens. Okay. So I'm sorry about that guys. (laughs) life? Okay. Danica did you talk about your experiences you did not really
1: throughout throughout the zoom call yes
0: Yes.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I mean you know here and there
0: yeah um my experience true I
1: I did it I mentioned already a little bit um earlier about how I never really focused on my career before and um I was lucky when Lydia was born one I was still with my partner Um, and he made enough money that I didn't quote unquote have to work. Yeah. But, um, but I found it really difficult. I got lazy. Like I wasn't motivated. I didn't have any ambitions. I lost myself. Um, I think I was also dealing with some postpartum situations that was probably undiagnosed. So since going back to work, And being able to focus on myself and on my own journey, I've just been so much happier. It's been better for my mental health. Um, The ambition is coming out every ounce of me. I have too much. Yeah. (laughs) Don't we all? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I can't keep up. I have too many. I have so many back burner projects that I'm like, I need to focus on what I'm doing and finish
2: this. And... (laughs) you know yeah. I've said that in another podcast a while back like every entrepreneur is literally just playing catch up to their ambitions and like <laughs> has 7 000 ideas that like that's why I said I was like pandemic or not like I'm I'm not bored like there's always this another project that I could do if this yeah. one is like, taken away
1: yeah a hundred percent a hundred percent I I think I a while back I started a book <laughs> like yeah yes. cool oh my gosh it's not done. And I probably, like, I'll
0: probably be, like, 80 years old finishing this book. <laughs> well, you know what? You're doing it. Period. Yeah. And I, I think you need to write down that quote, Evelyn.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Uh, maybe I should. You should. <laughs>
1: because we'll, I, we'll put it up on our, um, on our Instagram.
2: Yeah. Okay. okay. I'm like, did I hear it somewhere else? Now I'm stressed. Oh, because cool. Do you never you know, know, know where you pick things it's up. Right. Whatever.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no one cares about copyright
2: no (laughs)
0: yeah uh yeah i uh my experience is that i always wanted to work i thought i wanted to be a teacher i don't want to be a teacher anymore i have my bed and my husband said emily when are you gonna stop and i said never yes he's like how do you have time i said i just make the time
2: but see that's the thing when you're passionate about something it doesn't feel like work necessarily obviously there are parts of it that are but it's like for me like none of my businesses are something I feel forced to do and and I remember like I used to have some struggles with mental health not for a long time now but and I always just thought this is how I am this is who I am and it's like no that's not who you are you're just not in your passion you're not yeah um you're not yeah like you're obviously the position that you put yourself in life is not where you're meant to be so like I had a month when I used to work a nine to five job where I was like I didn't even leave my room I was like in the dark for like a month I'm not even kidding you because I was in such a bad place and then now I'm like that is like just so far from who I am now but Um, like realizing and being self-aware enough to be like, okay, this isn't who I am, but like what is causing me to feel this way? And a lot of the times it's like that soul sucking job when you're not meant to work for somebody else or, and I think a lot of people as moms too, it's a great time if you do have a maternity leave or you're leaving a job that is like, somewhere that you actually would get a a paid maternity leave it's such a great time to explore your passions in a way that there's like no high stakes so and i see this happen so many times with friends of mine that are moms and they they end up like finding this career that they were literally meant to do because they had the time to explore it without being like well i can't just not have a paycheck yeah Um, So then they find their passions in their careers while they're on their maternity leaves which is so great yeah that's what happened to me to be honest yeah of course (laughs) See? That's what I mean. I see it so much. I mean, I did it before that, but like a lot of my friends that they have these ideas and I'm like, "Okay, well, you're about to go on your your mat leave, like use that time to really explore this cuz like uh, like the first few months are hard, but there also is a lot of time where you're just kind of sitting around while your baby's napping or you're in your house or you're like, you know, so it's the perfect time to explore that within yourself and like take some steps that you didn't have time to make or couldn't take a chance on before."
0: Yeah. And it's and it's not to say that it's not to say that you have to do it right off the hop either, but it is an opportunity for you that is yours to yeah. explore and try to find your bliss. As my mother would say, she said that yeah. to me my whole life, find your bliss, find your passion and do it.
2: Well, cause I usually know. if you're working a nine to five or an eight to five or your full-time job, like you come home and you're exhausted. So how do you have time? So the time is really the gift in the, in the maternity leave, like to, yeah. If you're
0: lucky to have one.
2: Yeah, (laughs) I mean, if you don't have one, it's probably because you already work for yourself or you or you weren't working at like whatever the situation. That's right. Exactly. Yeah, I feel like it depends
1: on the people. Um, I'm sure that the nine to five, a lot of people work nine to five, right? And and for some people, I'm sure if that's your bliss, if that makes you happy, I think that's probably the point that it should be focused on is whatever works for you
2: yeah yeah true like i'm speaking as an entrepreneur that's all i can speak to i don't know any other reality because this is my reality and so whoever that connects to great and if it doesn't that's fine too like i had an employee that came and worked for me and she was like I just want more flexibility more freedom like I really really want this this lifestyle and then she came and she worked for me for eight months and she was like I'm so sorry Ev but like I actually really thrived in the structure of the nine to five and I need to go back and I was like no problem not everyone's meant to be an entrepreneur that works for themselves and like Mm -hmm. that's okay yeah Mm -hmm. yeah I
1: love that I like that's a really good Timbit Mm
0: -hmm. and that's and that's a good drive home did you say Timbit yeah yeah Tim Bet, now I'm hungry. <laughs> oh, God. Tim Bet. You're just going to have to come to Canada. Maybe <laughs> not now, but anyways. Oh, shout out to Tim Hortons. Hello. Um, Addicted. But the drive home message for today's episode is that it's okay. Whatever you ch- decide to do, it's your choice no judgment. It's okay. And as a working mom, you just have to do what you think is right at the time
2: Mm -hmm. for you. Right. Yeah. Yes. And pay attention to your gut and your intuition. It honestly, probably I've I've never had it lead me in the wrong direction. Like, yeah, same. It's only gone bad when I don't listen to it yes and you're like I know I shouldn't do this or I know I don't vibe with that person and then later you're just like mm, mm, yeah, yeah. I knew better I knew it I knew yeah.
0: it <laughs> yeah you yeah. guys are you're really intuitive I I think I struggle with that because I'm too emotional mm, but that's Or a people pleaser that's yes
1: it. it's the people pleaser for sure yeah <sighs> because uh being I'm super sensitive like I was watching the um, Billie Eilish documentary and I cried about the whole thing.
2: <laughs> and I'm the opposite. I'm just like stone cold, sensitive underneath the surface, but like only very few people know that. And so it's just like, there. yeah, there's so many different personalities, but people pleaser, I think runs in all of, all of us a little bit. Yeah,
1: yeah. I struggle. I, I've been working on letting go of that.
0: <laughs> working on- So hard. Oh. It is hard. And as moms- we do try as much as we as much as we want to stay true to who we are as that mom we are we are conditioned to think that we can do it all and therefore we try to do it all when we can't we're expected to
1: it's almost it's the expectation yeah it's the, the bar that's set for us is so high that you know we put that on ourselves as well right we're kind of comparing um, how high the bar is for fathers versus how high the bar is for mothers, and
0: mm-hmm. yes, and and I actually would love to have a mom and mom come on and and talk about. I know some there. if you yeah. want. Yeah, I would love to them, have. Them, yeah, to know I know some dynamics. Right. Yes. Oh my gosh, please. Yes. yes. Yeah. S- send mm-hmm. them our way because I I want to hear it all. I want to hear from dads and dads. I want to hear. I want to hear it all because that's what we need is yeah. what we need to hear and, and put a voice on, I, I guess, parenthood. Yes. This is a mama bird podcast, mm-hmm. but we don't judge here. We want to hear it all.
2: Danica is going to go find like a woman partner. Cause she's going to hear like how much support and help. And like, I'm just kidding. I'm totally joking. I'm halfway there. It's okay. <laughs> wow, okay. <all> gonna right, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, hear their crazy. story and be like, wait, not me though. Cause my husband is like, an anomaly but is an anomaly i will say alex is
0: an anomaly too he's a wonderful man
2: i'm putting it out there alex i love you (laughs) i don't want to give josh my husband too much though like good you got to pull it back here don't because then they might stop yeah and danica's
0: like i'm just running okay i'm just i'm just sitting here
1: like hey what's up i'm here to represent the single parents of uh area i don't know um, i do have to say though one thing one thing i love about being single if we're going to talk about that for one hot sec um yeah. like i don't have to worry about anyone anyone else other than me and my kid that's you true like, and dating has been if someone kind of takes too much of my time or it's too demanding it's like nah, get out like see you later and i that's i just don't have i have time that that's it's a blessing in disguise almost not to encourage anyone that we're here. <laughs> hey guys, come oh. no, to my side. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, it's it's hard because obviously you know it's nice to have a partner, and I love the idea, and I would like to have that someday. But also, I've gotten very comfortable.
2: That's Definitely.
0: good. That's <laughs> good. I mean, it's it's good that I just Danica, you you exude power and strength. Yeah, I'm still working on it. And not not that Evan, I don't, but Mm. it's it's like, ooh, your mug says wild for anybody that's. Oh my gosh,
1: that's really funny. My wild,
0: yeah. Okay, I just love it. I think this was an amazing episode. I'm so so pumped about it. Thank, so, you. I don't Ev, thank you so much for being on the episode with us
2: yes, yeah was- thanks for having me it went by so quick it I did. know this yeah. is
1: gonna be a good one this is yeah I feel like we could honestly keep talking about this I know one. I
2: definitely I know. could I know
0: <laughs> I know and I don't mean to cut <laughs> us off but I'm like our last episode was an hour and <laughs> nine minutes long and I was like oh damn
1: <laughs> what would we have been on here I, I, I never pay attention Oh, we've yeah, been
0: on yeah. for 50 minutes. Okay. So pretty, That's good. pretty good. Pretty good. Pretty good. I want to ask Ev before before you get off, any any I want to say closing statements. That's weird. Um any anything you want to leave us with or leave the listeners with in terms of you, you know, yes, you have a three-year-old, but you're a mom and from your experiences, what's one thing that you um have learned and always keep within you as a mom
2: oh my gosh pressure I'm like I feel like the kid in school where they're like it's your turn to read and I'm like ah I forget <laughs> how <laughs> so good um I don't all really how good I feel like is there anything that you would like want to ask like I just um I feel mm. like we kind of covered it and we did like I don't feel like it's like I have all these things to say about being an entrepreneur and business but then when it comes to being a parent there's some block there where I'm just like I don't feel like I have like anything profound to say about being a mom, but um, cause it just feels like it's, yeah, it's like a part of my identity, but it didn't come naturally to me by any means. Um, and I actually said several times that I didn't like want kids when I was like younger. And now that I have a kid and he's like the most important, most wonderful thing. And I can't even picture never having him, but um, yeah, like I, I don't know. That's okay. That was a
1: super good answer.
0: Were you gonna say something though? I saw your your light bulb go off. Oh, I thought of a
1: question. Okay, (laughs) please ask. Please ask. Um, my question was, do you have any tips for people who are trying to juggle work and parenthood?
2: Mm. Okay. Tips for trying to juggle. I mean, like I said, very like having a support system is great. Um, I personally don't like my work identity to be mixed with my child's identity. I like to give him the privacy. That's something that's important to me. I also know a lot of working moms that bring their kid everywhere with them. That is not my, that's not my lifestyle. I choose to keep it very, very separate. Like even my employee, she's like never met my son. Like, I don't know. So I guess that for me, um, I like to keep them separate and like my home life is my home life and my work life is my work life. And then, I mean, obviously if we have another kid someday, that might not be the case, as much but um like in the first year anyways but for me i like to yeah prioritize my quality time with my family and i'm my love language is definitely quality time so i like always always am carving out that time with them but then when i'm working i'm working and when i'm mom i'm mom and like there's you know i've created a, a work ethic and like a um system so that that's possible and i'm not getting torn away from my son to go to work or vice versa but I did like what you say about like not being afraid to the odd time be on the phone in front of your kid and be like mommy's working because that's okay which is nice because I feel like I have sometimes pressure that I shouldn't be on my phone or my computer in front of my son um or like I will accidentally judge someone that is and I don't want to but um that's just like something in the back of my head Um, So I think that it's good to like be a good example to them, but also make sure that you're balancing that or counterbalancing that with like the quality time and attention that they need that shows them that they are a priority in your life um, and not just work. So Mm -hmm. it's a yeah, it's a dance. (laughs) And and did you have this dance established right off the hop? No, no. I was like an emotional wreck for the first year of my Parenting journey because I was just like, I don't know what I'm doing. I feel like I've been thrown into this job I never asked for. And like, yeah, whatever. Like again, like I said, that could be some postpartum that was which I'm prepared for if I have another child someday. Yeah. In the mix of the beginning stages of like the first six months, I was not prepared. But um, I think it's just been like being so intentional with being self-aware to the point where I'm like, okay, I don't feel good right now. Why don't I feel good? I'm feeling anxious right now. Why do I feel good? Let's dig deeper and figure out what is causing that anxiety or that stress or that uncomfortable feeling and then i will i'm always always analyzing like everything and trying to figure out a way to do better and grow and it's not based on someone else's perception or expectation or opinion because i really truly try to like completely separate myself from that and so like in my core self why am i feeling um uncomfortable right now or anxious or like guilty and like how can i do better for my son Or for my business or for my family um so that everyone is getting or at least i'm trying to give the best of myself to each of those yeah i
1: feel like that's the key word right there it's just you have to do the best you can
2: Mm -hmm. Yeah, and also not being beating myself up when I can't because there's obviously going to be times where I lose my like I have a temper and I I, it's been painfully aware to me, which things that I ignored for years before becoming a parent and now I have to confront them because I'm like, okay, no, I, my son should never see me in this state. So how do I make sure that I'm not showing up like that for him at home. And so like something that I would have never tried to hide from my husband because like whatever he's already his own person he's not going to take on my. Personality, yeah. But my son, who's three, and in in this like very pivotal part of his life, I can't be like flying off the handle at him. I need to model the behavior that I want for him. So like I feel like I've become a better person because of him too, because I'm constantly trying to just be so intentional with like growing and doing better for him. Yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy. Like he's just been like a little like it's been wonderful to grow through him as well. Like he's taught me so much. So that's something you didn't ask for but just like a random <laughs> that, little thing like that, that resonates
1: like so much with me mm-hmm. I feel like you took the words like right out of my mouth oh good I'm just honestly so awesome. yeah like you're, you're not you're not alone in like in having those emotions and even like when it comes to like a temper or you know I'm very emotional in every aspect like I feel mm-hmm. everything very intensely and anger is also one of those emotions right yeah. and and I didn't always deal with that in the right way and and it is since having a child and I'm like well I want to be the best person that I can be so for her Mm
2: -hmm. so yeah it's so cool how they teach you that about yourself and they they force you to pay attention to stuff that you definitely overlooked or didn't feel the pressure to Mm -hmm. address and fix and like or work on Because yeah, same here. Super intense and like definitely (laughs) fiery, super fiery. Yeah, I feel that. (laughs) And then you see them act that way and you're like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Like that's not (laughs) acceptable. But then you have no one to blame but yourself. So you're like, okay, we need to do some. It's okay. We got to do some work here. Mm -hmm. Yeah,
1: Yeah,
2: 100%. Yeah, seeing my little sassy self and my daughter, whoa can be kind of cute sometimes but then you're like okay (laughs) this is terrifying yeah Yeah, my son dropped his water bottle the other night and he was like oh shit and I was like and like my husband and I just looked at each other and we're like oh my goodness did he just say that and then we were like we were laughing and we're like no we don't want to like encourage this behavior but like and then my husband just looked at me he's like you know he got that from you and I was like yeah (laughs)
0: It's it's so so funny and probably so many mamas and parents can relate to that. It's like I kept telling Alex from from the moment Audrey was born, I said she feels everything you feel Mm -hmm. because of not only how you react but what you're what you say, and that's really made a change in him. He's really tried hard to adjust his reactions and his tone and his words because the moment that she sees that we're upset, she is. Emulating
2: that too. And we're like, so true. Not even being upset too. It's like if you're in a rushy mood and you're just trying to like rush them through a process, like that's something I had to say to my husband too. I'm like, hey, I know that you're tired and you want to go to bed because you wake up at four in the morning, but it's his bedtime. Like, take the time and read him the book. Don't rush him to go to sleep and like rush your quality time with him because then like he's going to feel that and he's going to feel that, you know, you're trying to get out of this situation with him or whatever, like the emotion that is attached to that. Like, yeah, wanting yeah. the moment like, to go faster. Yeah. yeah,
1: I feel like it's important to, to like note that we're all just doing the best we, that we can, right? Yeah. And not judge each other and to not judge ourselves.
0: Yes. Yeah. And yeah. regardless, if you're working you better when you mind. know better. Yeah. yeah.
2: yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Can, can you say that
0: again? I <laughs>
2: said, I said, do better when you know better.
0: That's right. <laughs> okay. but, um, someone just. Message me. That was weird. Your Amazon package is at the front door. That's why my dog was barking. That's why I went. Gotta go. <laughs> <laughs> Amazon Prime, mom. Um, but yes, I think working moms, stay at home moms, whatever or however you mom is the right way to do it. And there's no judgment here ever. Mhm. Amazing. Yeah. Okay. Well, again, Ev, thank you so much
2: for being on the podcast. Yeah. That little like ended off here got a little bit extended but Danica Even and I well, really wanted to beat the hour long yeah.
0: <laughs> well I'm sure we're gonna be there and <laughs> I'm just gonna take that little tidbit out where I'm like I'm cutting us off and I'm just gonna yeah. Yeah, just keep off. going <laughs> just kidding they didn't stop no just kidding but um right. okay bye. so much thanks for having me bye, bye. <laughs> So thank you so much for tuning in. We appreciate all of your support.
1: Please share, follow, and subscribe. We're on TikTok, Facebook, and Instagram. Okay, bye. Bye.